Due to a shitload of swearing and some graphic conversations, listener discretion is advised. Welcome to Fort Mac. Welcome to the YMM Podcast. I'm Todsky, continuing our journey into the YMM Podcast origin story. Um, basically, yeah, more clip shows and uh, bottle episodes uh, to get our number bumped up to our big uh, 100th episode uh, coming at you uh, Saturday, February 22nd, uh, down at the Keanu Recital Theater. Show starts 7 p.m. We just got an insane night planned that I'm hoping you guys can all be there because uh, it's absolutely such an incredible... It's going to be an incredible time. Uh, we got the the Winter Reels films that are going to be showing. Uh, we got the judges that are going to be there. Uh, uh, Aaron Schwab from Cano Theater, uh, or Cano College, rather. Uh, we got Tyron Alts, uh, one of the city councilors, and also John Mick, uh, Fort McMurray comedian, who lives in Edmonton now, but he's coming back up. Uh, they're all going to be judging the Winter Reels Film Challenge. Uh, teams have 100 hours to create a film. Uh, they were given some pretty cool elements. Uh, the object was a uh, Les Miserables ticket. Uh, the phrase was, uh, the Wyman podcast is such a blank. And the location was the Winter Olympics. So those are the three elements that teams had to put into uh, a short film that they're making. They had 100, 100 hours to make it. So we had seven teams that uh, have completed, and they're absolutely incredible films. Can't wait to show them on the big screen uh, Saturday, February 22nd. Uh, judges are going to be there. They're going to be giving some feedback to the filmmakers. They're going to be there. Uh, it's going to all go down. It's going to be great, because then after that, John Mick is going to be performing a, a comedy set, and it's all going to be hilarious. And then we're doing the epic Wyman Podcast 100th live episode. So it's going to be a good night. Come on down and join us. Uh, Saturday, February 22nd, show starts at 7, Canada Recital Theater. Tickets are on sale now, ymmpodcast.com. Buy some, come on out, it's going to be a great time, we're going to have the bar there. Uh, come on, drink, it's just, can't say good enough things about it, I'm so excited to share our 100th episode uh, on stage, as well as our third anniversary. Uh, we're coming up to three years doing this shindig, so. Um, speaking of three years, we're going to go back three years. Uh, doing some more clips, some more origin stories, some funny moments that really stick out for me as I contemplate our, our podcast journey so far. And uh, I want to set up a clip here. Uh, it's going back to good old me and uh, Tito sitting on the dining room table with our Xbox headsets talking into a voice recorder. We actually got our first listener email, uh, a girl named Tessie. I think we call her Tessie the Messy. And, uh, cause she was talking about the sex trade, uh, wanting to know some thoughts about it. So you'll hear us talk about it. Uh, hear some good stories. Uh, we're going all the way back to episode four in this first clip. So yeah, 
have a listen as we continue on the YMM podcast origin story. Okay, wait, wait, hang on. Before we start this email, the, this this is really messed up because she's she want she sent an email regarding the sex trade, and her name is Tessie the Messy. I mean, no <laughs> offense, Tessie, but really, is that your username? <laughs> is it really that messy, <laughs> Tessie? <laughs> anyway, go on. Well, she goes on to some points, right? Like, she, like she's like, I like to hear some discussion around the sex trade in Fort McMurray. Like a common thing that we always there is no hear. sex trade. Look the other way. <laughs> Look at the mines. Look at the mines over here. Look how bad that is. But, like, a sex trade, is it that everyone says how bad 7-Eleven is? Yeah. I went down the other day, hung around 7-Eleven, and nothing happened. <laughs> what time was it? It was 2 p.m. Like, <laughs> well, no, seriously. Like, I've been down partying at fucking Diggers. I've been down, like, like, I'm sure there's going to be the one guy in the fucking hooded cloak. Like, you know, the cartoon after school special, like, the, this is the bad drug guy. Selling like, raisins? Like, oh. <laughs> like, I'm sure there's one guy's there, but... Like, do you see hookers walking up and down the street? I've never have. Like, well, here's the thing, though, dude. It, it, I have. I mean, it, it, it is. It where? is. What? Where? Seven Eleven, man. Eleven p.m. at night. I promise you, on a you Friday night, you I'm will find them. I'm gonna load up the kid, and I'm gonna. Don't go take your kid truck. down there. I want to see this for myself because, like, maybe I just got a different perception of like a fucking streetwalker. But here, here's the thing: a streetwalker. Why would they look like a hooker, Todd? Like, there are the cops are there. <laughs> well, what are they doing? Like, are they just? Walking up and down the street, and you just pull up to him and just be like, "Yo, hookers inside." Hookers in Fort Murray. I mean, no offense to the hookers in like, Fort Murray, but I mean, escorts. they're not very, very attractive. Oh yeah. Speaking of which, the have you seen the have you seen our yellow pages and the, the like our our yellow pages, our escort pages, our escort pages? Like they're like as big as the white pages. <laughs> yes, but that's different. It, that's not an uh, explicit sex trade. It's not like they're right in your face, going, "Pay me to fuck these." But they right? kind of are, though. Why? It's your you're doing like it's one thing when you're down at Seven Eleven buying some fucking Starburst. Yeah. To Why you buy Starburst <laughs> at like fucking two in the morning. Man, it could really go for some Starburst. <laughs> like and and being just bombarded with all this shit, then dialing a phone number purposely looking for it. That's a big difference. Mm-hmm. There's a big difference than actually wanting wanting a part to be a part of this club than to have it coming at you, right? Yeah. Like everyone, like everyone hits that Seven Eleven hard. I'm not saying that it's the fucking, it's the the best area that I can take Kingston down to and have a party, but I just don't think it's as bad as everyone's saying. I don't think people got the just fucking trench coat full of drugs saying, "Here, who wants this? You want some weed? Want some well, coke? Want some yeah, e? I think no, no. Want to fuck this chick over it's, here? It's obviously I don't think it's that bad. It's it's worse than you think, Todd. Honestly, I mean, I it, I'm I'm telling you, it's because I've worked. At that Seven Eleven, I've seen how it's like. Yeah, Has it changed since that? then? I'm sure it's changed a bit, but I'm I'm still saying it's not. It's but I, like you were saying, it's not any different than from any other city. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's you go down 118th Avenue in Edmonton, it's the same thing, right? So I mean, so how bad do you think it is here? Huh? Like Tessie the messy, right? <laughs> That's how I'm going to refer to her all yeah. the time. Like the public's overall perception and awareness. Like right now, I like to think I'm. Mostly in tune with what the public thinks. Who did that? Uh, who did that article on Forbin Murray? Was it like Vogue or something? Oh, I have that actually. Vogue. Yeah, but I think they went a little extreme. What chick in the bar says, "Can I see your pay stub before you buy me a drink?" Fucking no chick. And I'll tell you that for a fact. That was completely fabricated. No, no, that, yeah, I, it's stuff like that is is over the top, right? Yeah. But it's not like it doesn't exist, right? And here's the thing: like, um, you get into exaggerations, and exaggerations become the truth. I mean, that's how rumors spread, essentially. Uh, but what I would say is, it's no different from any other city. It's just... No, I don't think it is. And I don't think it's as bad as what people are saying. But what else does, does Tessie the Messy write here? Uh, the myriad of... Da- Did you pass this to me because you couldn't pronounce myriad? Pretty much. 
the myriad the myriad dangers women face considering considering the unique environment of the Mac. The myriad of dangers that women face. What would be the dangers? Too many guys hitting on them? Well, <laughs> like yes, I can see that. I can totally actually. See that, I, I wonder if there's a, are there statistics on that on like rape rapes in Fort Murray? We gotta start doing more homework on this. Yeah, I know. <laughs> We're actually this is like becoming a job. This is actually. All right, let's save that one on the next podcast. What's our next? <laughs> <laughs> Men's perception of women in Fort Murray in light of the institutionalized nom- nomadicism. Big words, Tessie. Big messy words from Tessie. Quote unquote oil sense truth. Oil sense truth.org working full time work camps for memory of the town. That kind of shit I can understand and see. Because ultimately, when you go to an industrial site, the ratio of men to women is substantially different. And it probably is as a whole in this town. So obviously, if you get one woman. But here, here's the thing. Here's one the thing. women. This, I, I these, even are, talk. these are pre She's throwing down words like matriad, and I can't even fucking say women properly. <laughs> no, no, what I'm getting. Yeah, now now they're, we're going to get posted on it. It's like, these two guys are a bunch of yokels. <laughs> no, what. Um, essentially, um, uh, the institutionalized no- nomadicism. Um, this. You <laughs> know what that means? That mean, are you. It's. <laughs> <laughs> this is the last episode. <laughs> what it means We're is gonna make it to men, men men come into the city with the with the idea that uh with the idea of how women are supposed to be here in, in the town. And here's the thing. Uh it it does is if Fort McMurray isn't generating this mentality. This mentality is being created outside of Fort McMurray. Yes. So what's happened is there's people that are coming in with that mentality where they're like, oh yeah, man, there's hookers that come uh, come out to the camp and they suck your dick so good. <laughs> Probably not like that, but eh? <laughs> but it's, I think you hit the nail on the head on that one. But essentially, this is driven into them. So they come in with that mentality. Yeah. They end up finding it because essentially if you're looking for that in any city if you're looking to hook up i mean go on craigslist for god's sakes i mean if you're looking for a man for a woman with a penis you're gonna find a woman with a penis (laughs) yeah but like uh essentially they come and find it and then like oh yeah this is how it is over there you can get this lady friend that goes up to and she'll do her rounds and blah 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 and and here's the thing like that mentality it's it's being perpetuated essentially right it's i mean I'll, i'll tell you right now like i mean uh, I've lived here quite some time. I've probably encountered three prostitutes in my time here in Fort Murray. How many but- have you encountered in Edmonton? What? How many encountered in Edmonton? Oh, at least four. One of them actually came right up to it. Did I tell you that story? No. So me and Doug are driving down 118th, right? Yeah. And what, what ended up happening was we were lo- we were kind of lost. We were trying to find this restaurant and prostitutes. No, <laughs> no joking. <laughs> and we had to turn around this in this parking lot, right? And my brother's on the passenger side. And I'm trying to fi- – I'm, tr- I'm turning around I'm like, okay, I'm waiting for the turn. And then this lady there, and she thinks we parked. And she's like, oh, yeah, these guys are ready to party. So she starts coming up to my brother. And it's I swear to God, it was like a zombie movie because she's like a crackhead too, right? So she's like dragging her leg. And my brother's like, drive the car. Go. Make the turn. And she's like, yeah. My brother's like rolling up the window with the electronic switch. And it's like, just slow, slow, slow. And she, her hands come up to the window. And we just make it out of there, right? My brother's like, oh, my God. But uh, okay, so you fuck. We just did our own stats. You've been in this town since you were three. Yeah. So you see, you count what three? Three. Yeah. And I was working. And and these. He, he, but here's the thing. Everyone's like, "Well, you said that there were prostitutes at some level." Yes, these three prostitutes were there almost every weekend night. They like it was like their job. They would show up there and they'd be, you know, they'd be, you know, we'd kick them out. We'd say like, "Get out of here, you dirty Horror. prostitute!" Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> lady of the night. <laughs> and and ah. yeah, and then they'd be like the regular drug dealers, right? And they'd get arrested and then they'd make bail and they'd come, you know, I mean, essentially like the thing is they they know how to work that system because essentially how do you build so you can't you can't really what what can you okay don't prosti- don't be a prostitute here unless you catch them in the act unless these RCMP officers catch them in the act they can't really they can't really uh, press charges they have to basically they can hold them for the night yeah. and then release them the next day oh yeah. she's off the streets for one night right prostitution uh, laws are quite different well I mean essentially you have to set up a sting or something right yeah. and I mean the whole thing is well, like it's weird because it's like you if I say I'll give you fifty bucks to suck my dick. No. <laughs> well, no, apparently that's different than you saying, hey, give me 50 bucks and I'll suck your dick. It's different. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, you know what I mean? It's all about like the terminology. Like, it's soliciting. Uh, it's Back when I was picking up pokers, it fucking back in the, day, man. <laughs> back in the 80s. Then, right? yeah. uh, but essentially, um, so I'll, I'll give you, so so I've encountered more prostitutes in Edmonton than in Fort Murray. And, you've only been in and I've been in Edmonton short. While I was in university, and since I've you know been traveling since back and forth, what, like, okay. but here's the thing. Here's the thing. My exposure to these prostitutes was more in Fort Murray because these three regular prostitutes would be there every weekend that I worked. Because yeah, you worked there exactly. You worked and in Edmonton, it was just run-ins. I'd be like, you know, I, I, you know, I'd be getting some money from the bank, and there'd be like a, uh, a she'd be waiting outside the bank. She's like, hey, you want going to give me twenty dollars to suck you good? And I'm like, what? <laughs> Get away <laughs> yes, from me! <laughs> I need an adult. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I mean, essentially, yeah, no. But uh, that's what I'm getting at. Is it, it's all about the? I mean, it comes down to your the, your lifestyle, right? Like, what are you what are you doing as a person that is having you encounter these te- type of people on a daily basis? Just getting some Starbucks what? at the fucking <laughs> at two in the morning. <laughs> Is that what they call it? We're from you, where you come from, Starburst? I'm gonna get my Starburst on. Starburst on. But um. But yeah, but that's that's I I think that's what it is. It's like I mean I I mean I know this goes back to like oh well you're just you're you're calling us degenerates. But here's the thing, like um uh, you know it's it's like one of my dad's you know how my dad has these sayings. My dad's whole thing is like you tell me who your friends are, I'll tell you who you are. And the whole thing is like you are the company you keep. And I mean the whole thing is you might not be that person, but that's how people will perceive you. If you hang out with a bunch of crackheads, people will think you are a crackhead. It doesn't mean you are one, right? And the whole thing is like... You know my my philosophy on fucking stereotypes. Yeah, yeah. Just because I hang out with a shitload of crackheads doesn't mean I'm a fucking crackhead. (laughs) There's like three crackheads just sitting in the kitchen, uh, just cooking, cooking some crack. <laughs> hey guys, <laughs> um, what else does Tessie the Messy have to say? Uh, what else? Big words. Oh, so, so but, but okay. So wait, wait. It, the, the long and short of it is, um, I believe a lot of this perception is coming from the. I mean, these people are outspoken. Why? Because they want the attention. So these guys that are, that are basically saying, "Oh, there's a lot of prostitution in Fort Mac." These are the people. This is coming from the people that are. Be, that are probably doing, like, probably witness to it, probably paying for it, right? Yeah. And, you know, and if they're not, it's because they know someone who is. Because otherwise, how are you getting that? What? You read an article on the internet that said this, right? Yeah. I could find the same article on statistics on Edmonton, on Toronto, about prostitution. I'm pretty sure the, the, the prostitution drug trade in Toronto is far higher. And yes, they have a higher population. <laughs> but it doesn't mean it's non-existent in that city. Exactly. Just the same way it's non-existent. What do you expect? No prostitution in Fort Marie? Yeah. That's impossible. Small towns like Grassland have prostitution. So, 
Yeah. Oh, that's where all those fucking things in the bathroom when you go down there. Eh? Well, did I tell you? All oh, five, five, five. I was, I was on, I was, uh, I was taking the bus to Edmonton. You called one of those and, numbers. And, <laughs> yeah, I called the number. And, no, I was, I was sharing, uh, I was sharing my seat with like there was a girl that came in and she was, you know, she, I, I shared the bus ride with her, right? And we were talking and I was like, and she's like, oh, what are you doing? And I need blah blah blah, right? And then I'm like, oh yeah, what are you doing for Max? She's like, oh, I'm, I'm here, uh, I'm doing a dancing gig. I'm like, oh cool. Oh, I'm like for 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 like what for like a uh, an event or whatever. Ballet she's like, and it, it will, yeah, I'm, that's. How, how ignorant I am, right? And she's like, no, not, it's not that kind of dancing. I'm like, oh. And they're like, oh. <laughs> I'm like, oh. And she's like, oh, yeah. Uh, sorry. I'm like, no, no. It's nothing, you know. Get the fuck out of the seat. <laughs> I need an adult. <laughs> Bus driver. Can I change seats? I don't want to catch the herpes. Dude, you shared a street with a stripper. That's fucking. Well, yeah, but. You must get some stories out of a stripper. Well, no. It, it, but here's the thing. I didn't press it because why? I'm not that type of person. I don't want to be like, <laughs> so do they throw coins at your <laughs> pussy? And Like, I, 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 I'm not that type of guy. <laughs> just start getting naked. It's like, did it just get hot in here? Is it just me, <laughs> sir? Please put on your pants. <laughs> Listen to this song on my iPod. It's like, yeah, but I mean, but I mean, that's an experience I had. What does that tell you? Does that mean, oh my God, Fort Murray's full of strippers? No, it just means I shared a seat with a stripper that was from Edmonton who was coming to Fort Murray for work. They usually fly out of WestJet at the Sunday nights at the well, airport. I mean, there you go. I mean, it's fucking funny, man. They come out and it's just, you look a bunch of coins. <laughs> The X-ray and it's yeah. all these plastic swords and maracas and shit. <laughs> <laughs> what? Excuse me, are you on a quest? <laughs> You're gonna drop a ring into a fire? What, what level? Is what level? What level warrior are you? <laughs> but I mean, yeah, and, and, and it, essentially, this this is my experience. Does that make it truth? No, and that's why I think that sites like Oil Sands Truth. I mean, I've I've, I've been to this site a couple of times, and I'll tell you right now, seventy percent of what they report is true. 30% of, of it is bullshit. It's and it's up. And it's not bullshit because they, they fabricate it. It's bullshit because they got it from a source that exaggerated that truth. It's the one-offs. Yeah, and I mean, do do does this site have a right to exist? Yes, it does. Why? Yeah. Because it keeps oil companies in check. Like I like the term black swan events. Like It's like someone says, like someone could come up to the other day, they'd be like, well, Fort McMurray is such a shit town. They fucking kicked out 300 residents from these fucking brand new buildings and cops get shot. All the cops got shot. Does that, <laughs> the, well, cops got shot. Does that shit happen? Yes. Does it happen every day? Fuck no. You know what's weird about that shooting? Uh, we were just talking about RoboCop the last podcast. Oh, no, it was two podcasts two ago podcasts. about how we needed a cop to get shot down. I'm so sorry. I didn't mean that to happen. <laughs> I, think, I think whatever it is, whatever we say in the recording, it's going to happen. It's, it's, like a, it's, a it's like, are recording. you afraid of the dark episode? <laughs> the magical recorder. <laughs> um, of course, in a typical... Totsky fashion. <laughs> one of the first ads we ever did for the podcast uh, was for one of our own little short movies. Me and Tito did uh, Tito's movie, Playing with Toys. Uh, here, check it out. Have you ever had a favorite toy? Something that you cherished more than anything when you were a child? Think of that idea. Think about who you were when you were that child and how far you took that. Now think about that idea, but as an adult. Playing with Toys. Holy shit, that was fucking talented. www.johnnymedia.com <laughs> In a world. <laughs> this sounds so cool with the headphones, actually. Well, we can't, you can't, um, we can't really make a trailer for something that has no lines. So, oh, we got music. It's like, in a world where pants are too tight. <laughs> <laughs> One, One man, man tries to make a difference. Pants. He uh, finds a toy. Good times. Right on. Playing with toys. Check it out. 
All right, now we're going to jump back into DeLorean and head over to May, I believe it was May 2011. Uh, here, Tito and I uh, actually start getting offensive, I guess, to some people as we talk about the uh, uh, death of Osama bin Laden. So get this. I heard that somewhere in the Middle East, some guy died. And it was a big deal for some reason. Something about something happened about 10 years ago. Yeah. Some asshole. <laughs> Charlie Sheen died? Charlie Sheen's dead? <laughs> um, yeah, no. For those of you that uh, are just joining us with the rest of society here, if you've, living, <laughs> if you've been living in the woods like all people think that Canadians live in, like lumberjacks wearing the... Wearing, wearing the... Uh, uh, wearing, like the uh, what, what's that? The what's plaid? That? Uh, yeah, but what's that? Uh, the brawn? Is that the... What, what, what Those cleaning towel things? Oh, yeah. Like the... Yeah, brawn paper towels. Brawn paper towel, yeah. Everyone very homo, uh, homoerotic uh, yeah, um, spokesman on the front. So, Osama bin Laden was... What does that got to do with brawn paper towels? It, not what well, people... Some Canadians are like the brawn paper towel. People look at the brawn paper towel thing and they're like, Oh, that's what Canada must be like. <laughs> Bunch of lumberjacks. <laughs> With blue oxes. <laughs> Pretty sure he's topless, like with his fucking. Uh, sp- uh, what are those? With the- I don't know which one. Which paper towel you're buying? <laughs> well, I know, like the fucking. What are those things? The, I won't say spandex, but it's not. It's the uh, spenders. Spenders. Yeah, they're covering his nipples on the front. No. No. He's wearing, he's wearing uh, plaid. Or no, it's. it's yeah. it must be the porn version of the paper towels. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I got paper towels for you. Tissues. It's not bronze. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So Osama bin Laden uh, was brought to justice, quote unquote. Um. There's been a lot of mixed reactions about that, actually. That was definitely, I think, a where were you when this happened moment. Well, no, no. Here, here's what... Do the, you think it was? No, like, is that it, well, a, no it definitely was, but you know what that, what that was? Yeah. Literally what happened was, uh, like I said, big big stuff happened. Yeah. Um, uh, basically, uh, Sony fucked up colossally with uh, you, uh, what ended up happening is the... For those of you that use Sony PlayStation, ha, 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 fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> um, Todd and I are big, avid Xbox users. We Absolutely. And and uh, I think the last two weeks proved why Xbox is better. Sure, you pay for it. Exactly. But you pay for a stable you know, protect, fucking service. So they protect your personal information and they stay online. Yeah. Um, but what happened was... Uh, but it benefited the Americans. Essentially what happened was, of course, uh, the PlayStation Network went down and Obama, the president of the United States, was like... I keep getting them mixed oh, what, up, what too. I, yeah, no, yeah. Seriously, well, like, when I first got the text, oh, oh. I was like, Obama's dead? Okay, a funny, funny aside story. A friend of mine that I know, she's uh, from Iraq, right? And uh, she, when, when the news hit... Can you hear me? You're just... You're fading. You want me to be loud? Yeah. I'll be loud. Oh, no, you'll be loud. <laughs> if anyone's going to be loud, you'll um, be loud. Uh, okay, so she's from Iraq. She was born in Iraq. And uh, when the news hit, she was like, she wanted to post it on Facebook, right? And she put down... Obama is dead exclamation mark oh shit and she's from Iraq and it, and it sounded like hateful right and she's like oh my god how would I delete it how do I delete it she was like freaking <laughs> out right but um yeah a lot of people well Fox News messed it up right like that was yeah. all the news that they messed up but okay so getting back to my little anecdote I was I was building up a really good joke sorry um, <laughs> essentially what happened was so uh, Obama was like oh Sony PlayStation's out because you know how Sony PlayStation did that whole campaign for the PSP where it was like it's urban, so black people will play it. Have you, have you seen that one, the two racist squirrels? No. Okay, people go on YouTube right now. Uh, Sony PSP animated commercial, uh, racist squirrels, and it's like these two squirrels. <laughs> no, it's it, what it it's is. It's an actual commercial no, for but PlayStation. They're not, they're not, yeah, but they weren't supposed to be racist. But it's like it's like these two squirrels, and like, yo, homie, blah blah blah. I'm gonna get a PlayStation Play, and like even their newer ads, like their PSP ads, feature that kid from Role Models. You know that little black kid from Role right, Models. Right. Yeah. Yeah. He's yeah. like. Dear PlayStation, how come my PSP is so red? And he's like, word. And I'm like, 
Really? The 80s? <laughs> He's You're got like a little it. fade going on. <laughs> Looks like a little cool day. One, uh, one track pad and leg rolled up. But anyway, so. Dear PlayStation, why does my network not work? Yeah, well, exactly. So Obama, Obama's like, well, my PlayStation's not working and I'm black, so I just got racist. Uh, and what are we going to do? He's like, well, what's on the agenda for, for my presidential campaign? What haven't I done yet? He's like, well, there's still that whole Osama thing. He's like, let's get on that. So yes. they, and then they got him. Well, literally, that's how he made it sound. Like, I remember I was reading, I was either watching or reading it. I yeah. think I was watching it it's during his address mm-hmm. where he was just like, yeah, we, what, last August, I said, You're, we're going to hunt him down. I'm paraphrasing here. Mm. We're going to hunt him down. And then I guess they focused all their attention not on the war itself, but on hunting uh, Osama, uh, Osama bin Laden down. Yeah, yeah. And I guess they started getting more intelligence, more intelligence. They eventually tracked him. They wanted to find out if it was him. Yeah. So they watched him, I guess, just chilling in his fucking compound, which is oddly enough right next to a military academy. Interesting, yeah. Yeah. Like it's, it's, We all know what really happened, right? U.S. knew Pakistan knew where he was. U.S. gave Pakistan time to, to tell them. They never did. U.S. found it himself, waited more time for Pakistan to tell them because they were right next to a fucking military academy. Yeah. And then well, he said, screw this. We'll statement. take them out that's ourselves. That's a statement, man. Like, here's the thing. Um, I'm not a fan of, of murdering people. And, and like, of, of course, I'm not saying that he didn't deserve it because, I mean, it, it, he took the responsibility of the fact that he, you know, it's like, I'm taking credit for the attack in Ireland and that was a tragedy because they were... So, like not just because it was it was uh, it was American citizens, but because they were civilians, they they had nothing to do with this, right? Yeah. Um, but um, like I mean, I put that post on Facebook and on Twitter when it happened, and it was a Mark Twain quote. I think it's Mark Twain. I'm gonna misquote myself, but uh, it basically says, "I've never wished death on anyone." Uh, well, yeah, it was Mark Twain with yeah. uh, with uh, delight. Because I went uh, Churchill style with the. Uh, yeah. Fuck him! Because <laughs> as I was like, Kill the bastards. when World War II broke out, which church was like, fuck him! <laughs> no, I went, uh, uh, history is written by the victor, right? Because God only knows what the hell happened, honestly. No, yeah, it's like, true. But apparently, dude, buried at sea, not even 24 hours later, yeah. we don't know. But you know, what the you know, the thing happened. is, like, I think we're getting a little diverted in the sense that, like, that has nothing to do with Fort Murray, but it, it was it's a world huge. event, man. Well, that here, has here, to do okay. with every Let's part of this world. We'll bring it back to Fort Murray. So, what essentially <laughs> 12 years happened ago, was, he was here. Well, no, what essentially happened was uh, all of Canada watched the royal wedding. Yes, like that was huge news, and that would have been the coverage for the following week. Is like, oh, what did they wear? That was a big couple like, days, oh, etc. Blah blah blah. Well, we talked about. Well, I don't think we talked about. It. We did, but I don't think I put it in the yeah. podcast. But like, well, there was no big issue with the fucking royal wedding. To me, what great. were you expecting would happen? I don't know. Streaking <laughs> some like streaker. <laughs> well, you see the post I put on my Facebook, right, where it looked like he was fucking. Or she was blowing. He <laughs> looked like he. Oh was right, right. Him. And there was all the pictures or whatever. Yeah. There's also one that timely edited. There was one recently out there that they've. Uh, there's a picture of like Cinderella and the prince and the two ugly stepsisters, oh, really? and they look like they're dressed exactly like the photos from the wedding. But here's the thing: like I looked into it, and because you know I'm like that. <laughs> and uh, it turns out they're photoshopped, like the the the, like the right. movie, the Cinderella movie. Those colors weren't on them, but they they photoshopped it to uh, like the royal dress and all that. Right? Well, so, it was the royal wedding, and then literally like what it was a couple days later. Was it a couple days later? Yeah, well, it was the weekend. Yeah, and then on Monday, Osama was like, "Fuck this shit, this fucking royal wedding bullshit." <laughs> well, it's so funny because Kevin Smith on his podcast, had <laughs> you keep getting mixed up oh, right now. <laughs> and, and I'm paraphrasing uh, Kevin Smith here, so like I'm not taking credit for this, but it was so hilarious. He he talked about this a year ago about how like. How Bush would like be elected for life if what he did is like on his last day of the presidency, yeah. he just like walked up on stage like my fellow Americans and just fucking paper bag. 
Boom. Yeah, boom. Like Osama Bin Laden's head just out of the paper bag. Just throws it like Conan at the end. At the end of Conan when he throws a Tesla do or a False Doom's head down the corner. But yeah, I mean... Um, President for life. What, what I'm hoping, though, what I'm hoping what will come out of this is uh, less conflict with the Middle East, which I don't know if that'll happen. But if anything, I wish it will. it'll subside a lot of the hate that's been going on. Because I know the, uh, one of the biggest problems is like the United States as a whole, Americans as a whole... Like have gotten this real uh, um, narrow-minded attitude towards Middle Easterns because of this uh, everything that's happened in the last ten years and whatnot. Right? Well, one of the key things that Obama said, like in his address, is like this is not a war against Muslims. Yeah, yeah. He said Osama bin Laden killed Muslims, yeah. which I'm sure he did. Right. You know, you know, one interesting thing that I also want to note on that is like he spared no expense, or no, no, well, no expense, but he sp- he he made it very clear that he was the one that was in charge of the operation. He wanted to press that point, and I'm sure it has to, a lot to do with re-election, but I think it also has a lot to do with the fact that, you know, it's kind of like, fuck you, Bush. Like, I pulled off what you couldn't. Because essentially, like, when he went into the presidency, yeah. there was a lot of talk about, like, oh, the country's going to the shitter now because he's the president. And because and, there's, a, like, I mean, as much as a, here Kennedy is such a bad, a bad uh, reputation, in the United States, it was kind of a 50-50 for Bush. Like, I mean, half of the, pe- half of the people liked him, half of the people hated him. It's true. Yeah. Well, do you think like this is an automatic win for Obama? Like, is he just guaranteed to get elected if he can keep the steam going? Yeah, but think about it. Okay, when did this happened? What May first? Yeah. So we're going on twelve days ago, almost two weeks. Yeah. Well, he re-election are we here? Yeah, but are we still talking? Like, I guess we are still talking about it. Like, you know what I mean? Like, nine eleven happened. Shit, that shit was in the paper for fucking months. Like really, yeah. but right now, like Osama was dead. They fucking we talked about it for a couple days because the story was still coming out. Well, it's kind of. Quiet it down. It's like, because they took the class here, like the whole thing with not releasing the photos. I know there's all the conspiracy theory behind it and all yeah. that stuff, but Obama made sense when he mentioned why, right? Well, yeah, it does make sense. Like he wants to basically. He said we're going to kill like, someone and then dance on his I grave mean, by showing the pictures. Like honestly, like think think about what would like. Uh, I would really like to see like someone write a comic or whatever or do a movie <laughs> about an alternate history where Hitler was taken alive at the end of World War Two. What would have happened? He would have had to go to trial. But would he have made it to trial? No way. Well, the same thing him. with uh, Wilkes Booth. Was it Wilkes Booth or John Wilkes Booth killed uh, uh, President Lincoln? That has nothing to do with that. No, uh, <laughs> who killed Kennedy? Uh, what's his name? Oh, um, um, what's his name? Uh, yeah, I know who you're talking about. But, but you know what I mean? On jail, is he? No, 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 remember on his way to the trial, oh, yeah, Buddy popped out of the fucking crowd and shot him. Yeah, I can guarantee you that's what. If there was any kind of public trial, yeah, if, or, if, it, if it couldn't. Had, it couldn't if, be. It simply couldn't be like that. Had been taken alive. Yeah. He would have never made it to trial. No. And how would they try him? It would have to be like a world court type thing, yeah. right? Or, oh, well, the Americans would want to try no, him. Like, it, it would only c- cause even more conflict. Yeah, and there's right? no way they could have held yeah, yeah. that in broad daylight because you're just going to get know, I'm people. Just, I'm just glad the whole mess is kind of done, and I'm hoping that we can move past it. Yeah. Because it's really, it, you know, um, uh, it's really interesting. But, like, going transitioning from, what's wrong? Is it my level or your level? No, I'm up. You're low. Okay, mate. Am I talking? There How about get, now? Get in there. Get okay, rock that shit. Like put it right talk, in. man. Right there. <laughs> right yeah. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna grab the mic then. Yeah, no. How's, how's this? Am, am I getting feedback here? No, you're doing good. Okay, cool. That's why I had to turn it down a bit because I think it was no, getting no. feedback from me. No, that's fine. I just I just want to make sure. Once again, guys, we're gonna apologize, bro. I'm hell bent on getting this fucking soundboard down. Talk. Yeah. Okay. Oh, we so sound I, fucking good. Right yeah, on. Yeah, we sound sexy. Yeah, sexy. Welcome hey, to the YMS podcast. Mi nombre es Aristides. Oh fuck. Dude's got me fucking beat just yeah. pulling that shit out. Oh yeah, I, I do that all the time. It's <laughs> <laughs> just, just go. Just, you there dancing like a clown, clown and then fucking. Cola. Quiero una hamburguesa con papas fritas y una Coca Cola. Gracias. Chick just drops her pants <laughs> right, right here. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Honestly, I'm there in the back. I, I just want a fucking cheeseburger at McDonald's though. <laughs> 
It's a sexy guy <laughs> on, the, on, the, on the fucking intercom. <laughs> it probably is like. <laughs> 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 okay, so uh, you're, Tito get all Tito get all Billy D. Williams on the other yeah. side <laughs> and sell more liquor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh fuck, we're doing good. Yeah. So um, so Osama's dead for anyone that. Uh, yeah, but really okay, focused. going going to elections. So so, what do you think? Do you think it, it, it's bought him the vote for for the next election? It's a year away. Yes. It's based on solely the fact, did you see some of the shit how the Americans reacted for this? Did you see the plan that when they posted how the how it went down and everything? Yeah, that was pretty cool. It was. Yeah, but no, no, you're right. And and, and going into that, like they fucking they, I was watching Sports Desk because it's playoff time, and I'm just totally about fucking hockey. Yeah, which is not the reason why this podcast is late. Don't listen yeah. to Emilio Estevez here. Emilio. <laughs> <laughs> but I was like, literally, they announced it during a baseball game, and the entire crowd. Either started cha- yeah started chanting USA for a good buddy said for a well it was outside of the, uh, did you see the White House right? yeah where they're all fucking like rocking the trees and shit yeah, I'm yeah. just like fuck terrorism is over forever <laughs> <laughs> so to answer your yes I think it did bought on the vote just because the way Americans think well people, I'm not saying it's a bad thing yeah like did he I'm not saying it's a good thing either though well, dude if fucking if we killed Osama I'd just be like yeah I'm the motherfucker that took down like the world's worst terrorist you know what I mean like it is yeah. something that you can play up yeah well see it also makes you wanted number one right yeah as well, right? you're putting a target on your head that's true which well, is why they didn't release the names yeah. of the soldiers that were involved which makes in the operation. perfect sense yeah right? it makes sense um, I they think should get did. money though they should they should get the money the you 25 know? fucking mil damn right or 50 yeah. whatever it was yeah, damn yeah. right yeah they should get it and they should split it amongst them yeah this rich win like now but you know what this gives an, uh, this gives every single fucking marine in the United States a, a reason to get laid because they could just claim that they're yeah that's like, right yeah, yeah. I was the one that yeah, right shot him face. right in the face he was in his yeah. bed just sleeping or jerking yeah. off and I was right in his fucking I'd be like nose. President Os- Ob- Obama President Osama it's like President Osama I'm sorry I get the name you know it's too fuck you <laughs> he knows too much. Yeah. So, like I said, I it, it, do you think this is as big as when Kennedy was shot, when John Lennon was shot? Oh yeah, yeah. This is gonna really? go. In, this is gonna go in history books. I suppose. Yeah, I mean, it's it, it's like um. Okay, I'll give you. It'll, it'll be a footnote in history books. It won't be huge. Do you know who Franz Ferdinand is? Yeah. Okay, who is Franz Ferdinand? There's a band. <laughs> You know, they do that. I know what you don't know. Franz Ferdinand is um is uh, a band, but obviously it's no, named no, no, after uh, somebody. He, um, Franz Ferdinand, and I'm going to fact check this because I don't want to fuck it up. Um, if I remember my history right, and um, Ryan's probably listening, if I, he's like, oh, I'm going to get him on this. Uh, but Franz Ferdinand <laughs> killed uh, the... Um, the uh, <laughs> No, the something of Germany, the uh, Kaiser. He killed the Kaiser of Germany. That's what led to World War, War I. War I, yeah. Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah, but that band makes does, a lot more do sense. Do people to remember now. who he is? Fuck Not really. No. Yeah, but I mean, is he important? Yes, he he literally. Because uh, what started the World War II is when they assassinated the Archduke of Serbia, right? Here is Archduke uh, of Austria. Oh, so he was the one that got killed. But yeah, again, like he was an important figure in history. Austria, Germany, same Man. shit. I want to see the picture here. Yeah, <laughs> he looks like an asshole. <laughs> His little curly mustache. <laughs> oh, I'm rich. His signature's on here. I start shit. Right, let me let me just check here. Um, Start signing checks. Assassinate. Yeah, he got assassinated. So Franz Ferdinand got assassinated, and that's what led to uh, the the war in Germany. Because hmm. yeah, it, the First World War. Uh, so just so you know, like yeah. essentially, oh like, hell yeah, yeah. So he's like a footnote in history, but I think like it'll be like and President Obama had what's his name or he led the mission, got him killed. Um, okay, so what I was gonna get is okay, so that was really important for the states, but it over completely overshadowed something else, another political the thing. The next day, our our election. Yeah. All right, so 
this next clip here, I'm gonna, I'm gonna bring it down. Um, it's from famous episode 28, and I'm sure it's just famous in my own right, cause it was a very pinnacle podcast actually for me and, and Tito, uh, more so for me obviously. Um, it's kind of the first time I realized that this, I use this podcast as a, as a form of therapy for me. Um, I'm not going to say I'm, I'm the most depressed man out there. I'm, I'm sure I get down just as, just as much as everyone else, but, uh, I guess I should say I've always kind of bottled a lot of things up that, uh, probably shouldn't have been. And, uh, me telling the story about like literally the worst series of days I think I've ever had in my life, uh, for reasons both you'll hear and both I don't think ever made it there. Uh, that'll probably never make it there. I've always used the podcast as, as a, a version to help me out more so than, than anything else. I, you know, you try to make it entertaining, you try to make it uh, uh, chipper, positive, uh, but in reality, it, it's it's my vent. And <laughs> again, I can't thank you guys enough for for joining me on on the journey so far, and hopefully, the the best is yet to come. So, here's the the famous clip from episode twenty eight. Uh, where I talk about my incredible, horrible holiday season. Uh, it's pretty funny in some parts. It's really kind of depressing in others. Uh, but to me, this was literally the turning point uh, for the podcast. Uh, the biggest one, I should say, or, or one of the biggest ones. We've we've had a few of them, and but uh, this one, I think you might even you should hear my voice, and if not, hopefully you're hearing it now because I'm getting kind of choked up as I literally just finished listening to it uh, as I'm now leading into it, which is creepy. But yeah, uh, check it out uh, for this pinnacle part of the uh, YMM podcast origin story. Right, right. And I guess that's your, your transition into your holidays? I guess so. Well, the holidays was just the fucking oh, capital we'll, we'll, off, we'll, right? we'll start with you, your holidays and then we'll end with mine that way. It'll be, <laughs> more, be as depressing. A more positive note. Yeah. Well, no, you, got, you, got, you got visited by three spirits or what? <laughs> the, the fucking three spirits, man, but there was no fucking happy ending here. It all started, like, I had to work. I've worked every fucking Christmas now ever since Kingston was born, and this year was the only time it was really playing on me. I think now it's just for the fact that, like, I have conversations with him, I talk to him, he knows what's going on, mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. So he's cognizant. Yeah, is that what the term is? <laughs> yeah, he's aware of things, yes. Well, isn't all humans aware of things? I don't think a one-year-old is aware of what's going on. They kind of just seem like a big sponge. Fair enough. They throw at things, or throw <laughs> knowledge at. Oh, yeah, fair Not enough. books, literally. <laughs> Fair enough. The uh, so this year, like he kind of knew like what was going on, what was happening. So I was scheduled to work. Of course, it's right in the middle of my my seven day shift, and of course, uh, mutuals that I took throughout the year, everyone wants to get paid back around Christmas time. So I worked substantially more than what I was supposed to, like four shifts more. Mm-hmm. So right off the bat, going into the holiday season, not in a good mood. The uh, <laughs> what kicked it off was, and this is the part where I'm going to decide whether I got. Well, there's a lot of uh, just uh, a lot of stuff that I'm going to say right now that I got to decide on whether or not I'm going to air it or not. But okay. I, I need to vent, so sit uh, sit in. You want something to drink? Some need? Anything like that? No, I'm good. <laughs> no. The um, it was start. So already going in, having to work fucking more than what I have to. So I'm already in a shitty mood, but it's not too bad. So the first inform the first uh, milestone of this holiday season is going to be uh, meeting up with a chick that I've been talking to for the last couple months. So hit it off. We met up in uh, October. We hit it off great. Kind of, it's one of those things where we're t- literally talking every day, be it text, phone, something like that. V- progressing a relationship very well. 
Okay. So I thought. <laughs> what? No, go on. I'm okay. just listening. Uh, no, just, you gave that eye roll, right? The uh, So I'm, one of my bright spots is about two days into my shift, she was going to come over. So I thought, right on. Mm-hmm. Either I'm going to nail something down here, whether it be getting laid, whether it be fucking just hanging out with her, whether it be solidifying a fucking relationship, something, right? right. Total fucking strikeout. Like, the worst, man. Like, it, I, I, to me, I, I found out after once we started talking that I finally got a staple on, on the situation. But at the time, like, that night, I was playing shit fucking smooth. Like, I had fucking got a little gift for her, got an iPod, an iPod and you might find this funny, is cause she always said she didn't have a, a means to listen to the show. Yeah. So I bought her an iPod, just one of those, like, the iPod Nanos, mm. and I uploaded the Wyman podcast on it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, sorry. Go no, on. no, no, uh, dude. Same fucking shit. I, I know it's it's pretty pathetic now that I think about it. But at the time, I thought I was doing good. Uh, like I said, we've been talking for a full two months, and I thought for sure I, we were progressing a, a fucking potential relationship. Right? Anyone that talks to someone literally every day for two months, I, I think there's there's something there. There's got to be some kind of talk to my brother there. every day. <laughs> oh, shut up. You know what I'm talking about. And, right, it's, yeah. and it's, it's it's an in depth conversation, not like oh hey, how you doing. It's fucking. In depth about shit. <laughs> I want you inside me. Talk. <laughs> I don't think I've fucking misread the. Con- I don't think I, I must have, but I don't think I misread the misread the relationship at the time. Mm-hmm. So, oh, I got her the iPod right on, and I'm like, "Fuck, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw all my cards on the table, right?" Mm. So I got her a group of flowers too, a, a dozen roses. Uh, had the place fucking spotless. I think I showed up for work late because I was trying to clean up this place that morning. Like just fucking ready to go, right? Got her favorite uh, wine. Got just 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 total smooth, right? And she came over. We had a couple drinks. We're just uh, shit was hitting. I thought for sure. I'm like, yes, this is going great. Good conversation. We're having a few drinks, getting a bit buzzed. You know what I mean? Thought, fucking thought for sure we're going we're going good. So then I pulled out the iPad or the iPod, and. Uh, I gave her that, and she was like, "Oh well, I didn't get you anything." And like I said, trying to play it smooth, it's like, "Well, all you, all I want from you is a kiss." So we fucking made out a little bit, you know. Mm-hmm. Got a, and like I said, I thought for sure I'm fucking I'm in. This is it. This I got it. All right, I got it nailed. So we're watching, uh, I think, fuck, what was some movie? I can't even remember the movie now. And uh, we're just kind of cuddling on the couch, and I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna haul out the flower. I'm gonna seal this fucking deal, like with with in stone right now. So I brought out one flower, one rose. And I was just like, oh, I also got you a flower. Oh, that's sweet. That's nice. No one's ever gave me flowers before. How can fucking a 20-some-odd-year-old girl never have flowers before? I think that's bullshit, but whatever. She fed me the line. <laughs> and I was just like, for... <laughs> <laughs> I'm just recalling all this in my head now, and I'm just like, it sounds so fucking stupid. But at the time, I'm I'm like, this is great, right? And uh, so I got one fucking, she, I got her one flower, and I'm like, oh, you know what? I got something perfect for that one fucking flower, and I brought out the rest of them. And shit just went fucking south from there. She clammed up, pretty much stopped talking. I think we forced a fucking conversation. Uh, something we proceeded the night. Like I said, it was it was clammed up from that point, and it just went fucking south, where. She didn't want to stay here anymore. She wanted to go home. She's like, oh, I'm going to go home my own bed. And it was like very mm-hmm. forceful, no touching, no fucking mm-hmm, movements mm-hmm. anymore. And then she went. Boggled my fucking mind. Absolutely gone. No idea what the hell happened there, right? Mm-hmm. So now this leads me into day, I think, three of mm-hmm. the, of working the holidays where I have, now, I have no idea what's going on, mm-hmm. right? So I'm curious as shit. That same day, my internet goes down up here. Mm-hmm. Fucking wireless just collapsed. So trying to get fucking Shaw dealing with them. I don't know how you got through with them on Christmas Day. I could. Uh, I put me in a queue and they had to call me back. Fuck. Well, I, I think I got through them once, but they're like, "Oh, we need you at the modem to troubleshoot it, right?" 
So I got people downstairs, no internet in the house, everyone's all pissed off. Mm-hmm. Nothing's working, right? Great. Got no Xbox, no nothing like that. So that was day two or whatever. That was the next day after I the I need to shit. see porn! <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, I decide to do some work. Uh, I go to, cause it's funny because all this is happening while I'm supposed to be working, but it's the holidays and nothing's going on. So I bring my uh, external hard drive and I was trying to sort some files out because I remember I mm-hmm. had everything logged on my, my computer and I wanted just to sort them out. Brought it to work. So I brought it to work, and the fucking, like, talk about stupidity, man. Like, the core, it's a powered uh, external hard drive, mm-hmm. right, where I got to plug it into the wall. Yep. So I'm trying to plug it into the wall. It's sitting on the very edge of my desk, and it's, like, fucking, it, like, tight as shit going to the wall, like, where it's, like, three feet off the ground. And in my head, I'm like, this is all right. This is cool. I, I'll just step over it. I'll be ginger every time I need to go through it, whatever. I'm, I'm getting time done to sort my files out. So about the third or fourth time I tried to hop over that thing, fucking nailed it. Boom, hit the ground. Hard drive crapped out. And I have everything on here. All our fucking podcast master files, all my pictures since like fucking 04, uh, just uh, all my music videos. Like I don't even care about that stuff. It's the pictures and the podcast master mm-hmm. files. Everything is on this fucking hard drive. Craps out. Mm-hmm. Fuck. So that was horrible. This is, that was Christmas Eve. Mm-hmm. So Christmas Eve comes I pick up Kingston Because I want to spend some time with Kingston on Christmas Eve We go around We do some Christmassy stuff with some family Everything's fun I'm you know It's having a good time mm-hmm. Time comes for me to drop him off Like he's already cranky Because it's like 10.30 at night right. So he's, he's doing He's cranky He's doing the old Oh I hate daddy fucking routine Right Because mm-hmm. I'm the bad guy And all the stuff that means nothing Right But it's just playing mm-hmm. on my fucking It's just adding to my shitty fucking couple days and just goes into fucking I drop him off at uh, his mother's house and it's just he's crying and bawling oh I never want to see daddy again blah 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 fuck right mm-hmm. so great uh, we end up missing a friend of mine uh, because it was really late and he started acting like that so now she's ragging on me about not seeing her for fucking Christmas right mm-hmm. more shit and just like this is just fucking grand which leads into so Christmas day goes by uh, just miserable time, fucking at work Christmas Day, everyone's all pissed off, you know what I mean? Like, it, it's just not a very good time. Mm-hmm. Leads into Boxing Day, which I still haven't heard back from this chick, Devin Mackinon, still don't got no hard drive, still no fucking internet at, at home, still just Kingston, still like just holiday blues, still pissed off. I get a call from the ex saying that she just got into a domestic dispute and now child services involved with her boyfriend. Right. That just capped it off right there, man. Mm-hmm. So now I'm trying to deal with fucking these two. And li- quite literally, like, I finally I managed to get time off work to go deal with this, which sucks because that puts you in a bad situation for your job. Yep. Because, yep. like, fuck, now I got to take time off one work to go deal with some bullshit that shouldn't be happening, right? Mm-hmm. So thank God nothing happened to Kingston. Nothing did happen to him or will happen to him. But the important, like, the, the important thing is it did at the time, like, there was child services and RCMP involved in shit right. until I pulled him out of there, right? And it just plays on the fucking mind. So that length that came into, what, the 27th? And at that point, I just checked out of work. So a couple of days go by after the holidays, and I finally actually get... So I wanted to find out. I was like, I need to know what happened that night. I need, mm-hmm. I need to know, like, is it off? Is it on? Fucking, mm-hmm. I need something, some kind of solid movement. That, so then I finally had the goal to ask what happened that night. Mm-hmm. We talked about some shit, and then finally she, uh, she said, oh, she just wants to be friends. And I said, oh, I can't. I'm not doing that. So mm-hmm. it's pretty much right because that was your mandate a little while ago too, right? Because yeah. you were like friend zone, cut off. Yeah, I always try to get out of that friend zone. Turns out now that uh, <laughs> based on my detective work uh, off of creeping on her Facebook page, uh, she's seeing another guy. 
so why she didn't mention that? Or uh, it, soul. It, it, it seems like she is anyway, right? This guy, like, there's pictures of them together. <laughs> so, like, that was that was <laughs> what. Grab your mother. <laughs> <laughs> that was what the 28th. I haven't spoke to her since. Nor do I plan on fucking talking to her ever again. Like, not out of spite or something like that. Like, if I do chant to air this, like, I, I, it's not out of spite at all. I'll actually give her credit for telling me. She's like, no, we will never move past the friend zone because a lot of chicks wouldn't do that. And it would probably, I would end up being strung along until I finally clued in, probably months down the road, that this was going nowhere fast. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I'll give her props for actually coming up to, coming up and telling me straight off the bat. But then we started getting into it a little bit. She's like, well, why can't you be friends? And I'm like, it just doesn't. I'll Fuck go, you, that's I, I'm going to go on record fucking right now that says any guy, and I'm, you might have something to say about this, any guy that's friends with a girl, I don't think will work if the two of them are single. I really don't. If the two of them are single, exactly. If uh, there's people that are like, "Well, I have tons of fucking." Well, there is. There's a lot of chances for understandings if they're both single, right? Mm. And I think that uh, that goes into yeah, yeah. No, that's very true. Um, but like, so so this was all like I don't know. It might have sound worse in my head. It might have exp- I might have experienced no, a lot worse bad. than what I sound. <laughs> it was one of the most miserable Christmases I ever had. And apparently, suicides were pretty high this year. Mm. In regards to town, I think they had like six or seven just sitting over like wow. a three days uh, three day span, which is like they always expect some during the holidays. Mm-hmm. And in my head, I'm just like, I-, I will put up my experience over the holiday season with anyone. About mm. how shitty it was. Like, knock on wood, I didn't have anything. Some people, some people have attempted to kill themselves over less. Uh, yeah, like I'll, I'll, I'll take, I'll, I'll take my experiences up to anyone and and put it up against anyone's experiences. And not once have I fucking thought about suicide. I thought about murder, but I not once <laughs> thought about fucking suicide. So, like, just goes to show you, I might not have explained it very well, kids, or anyone that's listening out there, or if it does fucking make it to air, but. Often yourself is never the fucking answer, especially if it's over a fucking chick. Well, the worst part is uh, that tends to be the easy way out. And, and you uh, know it's over a fucking girl, too. She's like, oh, I'll show her. She'll feel bad when I do this. Well, it's, it's the most – it's, it's the easiest, most selfish thing you can do because you're not considering anyone else. And you're not thinking about the bigger picture because yeah. even though you think that one person hates you or that one person whatever – there's so many other people that care and depend on you, right? Yeah. And that's just selfish if someone would even – even to consider it is really selfish. Yeah. Because what, what are you solving outside of your own problems, right? Yeah. You're not solving anything. That's true. You're, yeah. If anything, you're adding giving more up, issues It's giving up and, you're, and you're, you're, transferring, you're transferring all those issues and problems to everyone else in your life. The, and, what, um, and how does that fix anything? Well, no, and that's uh, – you're 100% fucking right. And like I said, I don't want to go too, too dark with this whole fucking podcast. And like I said, I might not have explained my shitty fucking holidays as proper. But it was. It was an absolute miserable fucking time for me. Well, and just talking about this whole fucking suicide things with everyone else in town, I'm just like, mm-hmm. fucking, I had a really shitty time. And not once – has ever crossed my mind mm-hmm. to me and and possibly because i do have an outlet with this podcast i'm venting right now mm-hmm. i vented before i'm not gonna lie to you i fucking sat and recorded an hour podcast by myself talking about this shit oh really it'll probably never make it to fucking air and to be honest i <laughs> may or may not have fucking deleted it when it after it happened mm-hmm. but listen if event if, if this is what fucking saves me from from the difference between having a fucking just a shitty weekend to off to th- thinking about offing myself. Mm-hmm. If this changes anyone else's mind, fucking come on the YMN podcast and feel free to vent about anything you fucking want, guy. <laughs> you want suicidal people to come on the podcast? Now? <laughs> come on, that would, would that I not want be, you to kill me? Would not be would that not be entertaining? Fucking the podcast? Uh, that'd be creepy. 
Um, well, no, they're not talking about. Well, I, I know people that have been uh, that have uh, worked actually for suicide prevention uh, lines and whatnot, and uh, yeah, it's it's never as bad as people think it is. It's the thing is, you're so caught up in what's going on that you feel that it's the end of the world or that you have no other options yeah. and such. But it's never the case. It's never the case. No, all you need no. is perspective. And the thing is. Um, uh, what I want to go is everything that just happened uh, to you. I mean, um, I'm not I'm not religious. I'm not like you know like the thing is I'm probably the worst Catholic ever. But the thing is, um, um, I do believe that um, the stuff that happens to us, it's not it has nothing to do with it's your turn or it's bad luck or you know just happenstance or you were destined because you have bad karma going for you. I mean that's a way that we rationalize it. Yeah. But honestly. That's not that sh- the stuff that happens to you, especially the bad stuff that happens to you. Um, it's not what happens to you that makes who you are. It's how you deal with it, yeah. and and that defines character, right? And uh, you know all the good, the, and that's the whole thing. Like the good things in your life come out of hard work and such, but the bad things in your life happen regardless. Yeah. It, sometimes we have complete well, control. Hard work, sometimes yeah. sometimes we put ourselves in those situations. Other times it can be completely random. But the thing is, it's how you deal with those situations is what defines you as a person. And well, I mean, Batman Begins, right? <laughs> it's not who I am, but what I do. That defines well, it defines me. I've, yeah, but, I've said that several times. But, it, but it's it's very true. Um, but the thing is, it's all in how you deal with it, which will determine how how you move forward from this, right? Yeah. So what? It, it, so what do you do if you avoided the situation entirely? You didn't learn anything, and yeah. you're just doomed to repeat the cycle. And maybe that's what karma is, right? Yeah. Being being doing the same thing until you get it right, right? Yeah. Um, and uh, but uh, but uh, you know, if you grow from it, you know you transubstantiate in a way well religious term but um, you, you you know you, you overcome it and you be you know you go through the, that little milestone that makes you that much better of a person right yeah. maybe you know some of us live our entire lives with regret right with yeah. uh, you know and, like anyone that I got into a fight with over Kingston mm-hmm. like no one seemed, no one tends to see my side of it which which I'm not pissed off at I'm not like oh fuck you're not in the situation you don't know the difference no no like I like taking I like opinions if someone throw an opinion at me I'll take it for, for I'll think about it I'll consider it right mm-hmm. but no one seems to be on the wavelength that I am which which makes me believe am I on the right one or not right where the where the fact is like they're maybe they're also seeing of course they're only relying on what I communicate to them but in regards to what happens so maybe I'm not communicating it properly because right now he's getting the best of an incredibly situation, of an incredibly, incredibly shitty, difficult situation, difficult situation, where obviously the best being me and her stay, me and her together. You have a normal mom and dad family, mm-hmm. right? Well, He's there's not people, there's people that, that right? are together and miserable to, with each other, and which is suffer. And that's where I drew the line when when we mm-hmm. split up. It's not me. Like I'm not going to say I fucking left her and just like oh fuck you. It was definitely a mutual, as mutual as mutual can get, right? Mm-hmm. It just wasn't working. Well, what I would say, Todd, is I mean, obviously I'm not a psychologist or anything, but the thing is, yeah. I mean, it, it, the the good and unfortunate thing about the situation is there's no right or wrong answer. Yeah. You're never going to be 100 percent right. You're never going to be 100 percent wrong. Yeah. The people that whose opinions you're, you're you're listening to, or you know, like your parents, everyone's everyone's opinions come from be, be of concern or uh, because they care about you. And so yeah, the yeah. idea is their best interests are there. Yeah. How you take it is completely up to you, yeah. right? And how you communicate back to them is completely up to them. How they interpret that information, right? So. Yeah. You're never going to be 100 percent with anyone. Like finding that 100 percent sync with someone, very fucking rare. Very rare. Like I mean, if anything, probably your children when they're very young. Mm. But even then, they grow up. Well, no, they grow uh, up like, and become their own people. I've right? always said, like the only person that I'll ever have to answer to 
in regards to my decisions with Kingston and yeah. is Kingston when he's older. And he's it's the a monumental only one responsibility that I will ever have to fucking explain yeah. myself to and in try to get a proper feedback back to him, right? And <laughs> so you don't understand Kingston. Well, go, no, like, go podcast in the corner. <laughs> No, there's trust me. There's a few fucking USB sticks with Kingston's name on them that uh, that he'll be listening to when he's older. Oh, that's good. So, that's really good. And like I said, and like the message I've been, I was trying to display, or maybe trying to Just display. Just two of us. Well, no, like <laughs> having an outlet, be it a podcast, and whether you air something to the public, listen to or not, mm-hmm. is is to me relevant. Is the fact that of getting your thoughts out. Well, we all have we all have our outlets, right? I mean, yeah. the time was people uh, fathers used to write memoirs for their sons Fair, and stuff yeah, right you've got too. your own you're yeah. doing your own thing right yeah i mean not being a father i wouldn't know what that's like well i'm talking about anything yeah. like just in general like going back to the suicide. your legacy <laughs> well, no just going back to the fucking suicide thing like like to me if if this is the difference of me fucking thinking about checking out and to me staying alive like mm-hmm. there's no fucking question you know what i mean like well the thing is you're and in all honesty i mean i'm not saying that you know it's the easiest thing to avoid but the thing is um, and, and this could be a good or a bad thing, but you haven't hit that point yet. So obviously all the stress that has happened to you hasn't taken you to that point where you'd consider something that drastic. Yeah. So you, you know, and you consider yourself an optimist. So as such, as an optimist, that does, that is the furthest thing from your mind, right? I but consider that myself an optimist? Huh? You've always said you're very positive. You always look at the bright side. Really? I find myself yeah. a realist. Like, I look at the realistic part of Since it. Since when? You're like, oh, I'm always, you know, it's like I, you're always looking at the bright side of things, right? Like you said, uh, you don't consider um, when you say uh, what-if scenarios, right? You don't consider what-if scenarios because you're always looking at the positive, successful scenario, right? Fair enough. Um, but what I was going to say is, like, as such, I mean, that's the first thing from your mind. It mm. doesn't mean it will never cross your mind. It's true. But the thing is, like I said, it's it, it, it's how you deal with that when yep. you come to that impasse is what's going to define you as a person. And the fact that you, that you've gone through so much and not have, and not seen that as an option or even in the realm of possibilities mm. just goes to show how much you can actually deal with. Now, yeah. I mean, you know, going back to religion is that people get tested, right? Yeah. And that, that's all on you. That's all on how well, you no, everyone, it. like the, every man, every person has a breaking point. Yeah, and you're right. Maybe I just haven't hit mine. And the, and the thing is, and the thing is, whether we go into a circumstance or or we put ourselves in a situation, I mean, we all make mistakes, right? Yeah. But the thing is, like, do we learn from these mistakes? Do we not learn from these mistakes, right? Yeah. Uh, in talking with her afterwards, one of the things I've learned that I think may have fucked myself with her is being so open, having literally like my. Uh, do I call it life on display? Maybe not so much, but maybe being open to what's going on with me in my life. Not just on a mm-hmm. podcast, but maybe just in general, too. So, like I was saying, in regards to, uh, you said two months, right? Two months that you guys were kind of, like, building on what this yes. is leading to. October. Yeah. At any point before before, before the whole thing that happened around Christmas, where, did you guys ever talk about dating? What do you mean by, like... Like, actually brought... It's like, hey, we should date, or... No. Maybe that's the problem. Because the thing is, like, it's... You know what? Uh, like, it's... Pro- you know, it's like lessons you learn, right? It's uh, it's pretty important to make that clear at the get-go. Because the thing is, if she's guessing and you're guessing, that 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 it causes, like... There's, like, an interest meter, and yeah. that interest meter starts depleting because the thing is, you start looking for other options. Yeah. If she was interested, and she, maybe she didn't get that right off the bat that you were interested, maybe that would have... It, it would have curbed her interest or if she was never interested to begin with you could Which, have known early on and not wasted go. so much time no and I agree good point I, we may not have said the words but I like to feel I like to think that I make my intentions painfully clear to anyone I involve myself with 
You know what I mean? Well, the, the thing is, maybe for That's your right. standard, maybe maybe for she's used theirs. to someone being like, "Give me again those pants." <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you should have been more strong. <laughs> but no. Uh, uh, no, and, and that's a very valid point, yeah. right? And that's definitely something I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take away from this one. Um, because, and, and like I said, I give her all the credit in the world where she actually said, no, uh, we will not be more than friends. Mm-hmm. Fucking, I'm going to give myself a pat on the back, too, because yeah. she's probably one of the first ones out of very few. So that is that I'm two months? Like, that's probably a new record, though. Like sooner rather than later, right? What do you mean by so- oh. Like in terms of like leading along for a long time, right? Oh fuck yeah, yeah. So. Well, I, I know myself. Like, like I even told her, I said, "Young Totsky, when she when when she was just like, oh, well, you should really learn to try to be friends with someone." And I was like, to be honest with you, a younger Totsky, a Totsky of five years ago, would have been fucking all over it in my dumb fucking state of thinking that I can make something out of a friendship, which I think we all know is very few and far between. Well, that's that's the romantic movie, right? Like, and it's interesting because women are fed the same thing in like yeah. in in movies where it's like, oh, the friend that becomes and it, interesting enough, it, it's never the case in those movies. Like, if you watch a John Hughes movie, the friend never gets a girl. No, it's you know, it's always the jock or like the yeah. alpha, right? Yeah. So, well, no, and, and I know I know myself pretty fucking well too. Where where I would probably do my life more harm going on that lead. Mm-hmm. Then, then good. You know mm-hmm. what I mean. So I'm all for a fucking ride. I'm all for an adventure. I'm just not. I, I got friends. Yeah. I got lots of friends. Well, and I don't a, want another. But friend. here's the, here's the interesting thing, though. It's like if you meet that person with that right connection, yeah, uh, you become friends. You like. But that's the thing. Uh, How do you know when the connection is huh? reciprocated? That's the thing, right? You may feel a connection. Well, I like I I think like I mean my personal opinion is like there's got to be that initial attraction, right? So yeah. you've got to you've got to both acknowledge and act on that. Like not you know it's like don't sleep with each other right away, but like <laughs> I mean if, if if it feels right, go with that. Yeah. Depending on the person and whatnot, yeah. obviously be safe about it, etc. Yeah, yeah. But the thing is, um, if that connect, you need that initial connection. What's going to keep you guys together is whether or not everything else is there, right? This is interesting. I want to segue into something else before we talk about your holiday too because what you just said is uh what was it i I did some vague fucking status on facebook i'm sure that related to something that uh, that happened during that uh, holiday Mm -hmm. session so someone texted me and was just like oh what happened why you down i just gave her like a fucking reader's digest Mm -hmm. version and it's funny because they said that initial traction because she was just like she's being very vague and she's like you know what maybe you should try fucking dropping a few pounds which is what's going to lead into what Ah. i'm planning right and I was like, you call me fat? <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I've always been one. Like I said, and, and you've you've seen the arguments of the, we talked about it before, maybe on one of the B sides that I'll release eventually that we talked about during, like the initial attraction. Like to me, I've always you gotta fall, you gotta fall for the fucking the guy, not how he looks. You know what I mean? Like or fall for the girl, not how they look. Like to me, uh, maybe this is, that's true. You do, but have maybe to this fall. is a fucking fat guy. Yeah. Trying, trying to rationalize, <laughs> which is exactly. What oh, it you is. see, you, oh, I see your it, method, methodology of thinking. But right? you know what yeah. I mean. Like I always try to get people generally interested in what I do. Right. Mm-hmm. Thus, me starting a podcast, trying to get mm-hmm. laid. <laughs> yeah, but but I mean, it, but no, like, I've always tried. Like, be, like I said, this is coming from a guy that's always been fat or mm-hmm. always been a bigger guy. I've always tried to degenerate an attraction based on what I do. Because mm-hmm. I know I'm not going to win on the looks point of view, and as like I said, this, I'm not saying that out of depression. I'm just well, you're saying playing that out of your general. strengths, right? But that, yes, there we go. But that doesn't. Okay, here's the thing: um, we're we're initial attraction doesn't necessarily have to mean physical looks. It mm. just has to mean that initial and connection. This is what where I've been means saying. like this is someone that it, it you know it's like fucking um, interests me. Where I want to blow the fucking shit out of. Yeah. <laughs> 
Exactly. <laughs> but no, that's what I've always said. Like, I, I, I really don't Yeah, think- but you need to play that strongly at first. I can't just be like, oh, does she like me? Does she like me? You find, on, honestly, you have to, you have to find that out first. Otherwise, you get in this, this weird fucking confusing zone, right? Yeah. And I mean, honestly, that's what high school's for. It's for figuring out that shit. Yeah. And even college to an extent, figuring yeah. out exactly how this shit works. And you know what? I, I, honestly, that's what life is about, really. Yeah. If you think about it, I'm sure there's people in their 40s and 50s that are just like, I wonder if she likes me. <laughs> And then, <laughs> does she like Amos and Andy too? I don't know. Do you want to watch Matlock? No, that's no, that's a very good yeah, murder. She wrote on. Yeah, come cuddle. The uh, that's always it's, and that's a valid point, right? So, for some people, it's easier than others. Some people actually generate that. They where they're like you, but you've all you see it where there's people that like they can generate that initial interest, but they can't keep someone. Yeah, because after the initial interest, what's left to that person, right? Oh, exactly. Yeah, so it's uh, you know, and, and uh, you know that can be either physical or psychological. It all depends on what that person's looking for and what you're looking for, right? Yeah. So, yeah. Well, no, and that's definitely something I'm going to take out of it too. So basically, any chick that I want to talk to, I'm going to be like, hey, you want to fuck? And we'll go from there. <laughs> well, I mean, how do you want to present yourself? You you have to basically, you know, you don't want to be blunt about it, no, but no, you, 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 I mean, you, maybe you do. Maybe that's you. But you, the thing you still got to be smooth, man. You still got to be the smooth, respectful. But you, you need to go. communicate. It, and it can't just be like a look, oh, she smiled at me or, oh, we held hands or whatever. You have to, it has to be put on front street. Yeah. Like, however that. No, a fucking valid point, man. Yeah, and you know what? Some, you know, and that's the whole thing. Like, someone, some people may sleep with each other and one person might walk away from that and say, this was nothing. While the other person will be like, this was. Oh my you god, know, she will, loves me. Well, there you yeah. go, right? And it's the same as like that same look thing. Like it's yeah. all depends on that that person, right? And it's important that you know that's why you get to know these people uh, after that initial attraction, right? Yeah. If you're attracted to someone, you have to let them know if you want something with that person because there's there's attractive people that you're like, well, you know that person's trouble, right? Yeah. So. Like I said, I don't think that. Re- that excellent statement. I don't think it relevance to my case. I think I've made myself very fucking clear, and maybe I haven't. Uh, it's just after the fact that I think she. There's always that factor too, where she just didn't dig me. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like it's just like, oh, Todd sees a great friend, but I really want to go out with this fucking yeah. other guy that she's seeing now. Which oddly enough, his name is Mario. <laughs> Mario. Yeah. Okay. Film fear. That's all I was getting at. Oh, oh, Mar- oh, gotcha. Yeah, I get it now. <laughs> but um, psh. anyway. The uh, so yeah, like it, it, it's sometimes it just shit doesn't work out. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I'm just a guy that you can't work. you can't be hung up on it either. No, because the thing is like that's you know that 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 creates baggage and, and you don't that'll want that fucking shit drag you at that'll drag your ass down, right? Yeah, and uh, it'll make you basically social cripple to an extent too, right? <laughs> no, it, like it, it's I I know people that that's happened to mm. where like you know so much rejection has just made them completely socially crippled to try to be, being anything more than a friend just because they're yeah. they, they they feel that they're going to get blocked right away right so yeah. thing is like as a guy even as girls like i mean it's you know we live in an age where we're, we're we don't we're not all hung up on the gender roles right the thing mm. is like, if you like someone you know i guess that's the biggest thing to walk uh, to walk away from it's like let them know right like yeah. let them know where you stand and it, it make sure you let them know or, or they know where you stand as well right? one thing that i can say proudly is that i, I I played all my cards. You know what I mean? Like, there's nothing different I could have fucking done. Yeah. Maybe I could have shut up about my fucking uh, uh, problems with my ex. I'm, I'm thinking that maybe that might have played a role. But to be honest, I I, I live I lead an open book. Le- fucking, well, take it as a learning experience, right? Well, I don't think I'm going to change. That's that's the that's well, the thing. I I think it's more about now trying to find someone that'll connect on my level. You know right. What I mean? Not me changing to try to connect someone on theirs. Well, I'm not. I'm not saying that you should change. I'm just saying maybe maybe your tact is your tact needs work. Like I mean, 
uh, from what I heard, I mean, no offense to you or anything, but it came on a little because it was like you were you're basically no, that's, you, that's you, true. You were playing like card after card, right? I should have stopped. Yeah, well, it, it's like it, I mean, to poor analogy, but like when you're fishing, right? You just don't want to <laughs> yank the fucking wire, right? You want to lead them on bit by bit. What you were doing was like five hard yanks, <laughs> ripped off the lip, fish got away. <laughs> A little bit less than a lip, then. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, that was my fucking shitty holidays, man. There you go, folks. I think that's enough clips for today. A little bit of the, the Wyman podcast backstory, and hopefully a little more insight into some of our newer listeners as to what you're missing from uh, way back there. Definitely click on those old episodes, because uh, I think they're uh, they're worth a listen, in, uh, worth a listen to again. It's actually kind of neat to hear what was going on in Fort McMurray three years ago. Um and even some thoughts, how we thought now to, to how we how we thought then. But I hope to see you guys all at Keanu Recital Theater, 7 p.m. on Saturday, February 22nd. Join us and celebrate with us 100 episodes of the YMM Podcast. It's been such an amazing ride. There's going to be so much more to come, and it's just going to be absolutely uh, an incredible time. Uh, we got Winter Reels Films that we're showing, locally made films, seven awesome awesome uh, films uh, then John Mick is going to be doing a comedy routine get us all laughing our ass off and then we'll have the awkward on stage phase from uh, Tito, Steve Ash and myself for the 100th episode of the Man podcast we're looking forward to it we got some surprises in store we got some cool stuff happening come on down join us tickets are on sale now get them at ymmpodcast.com it's going to be a blast and we're going to continue our origin story leading up to episode 100. So for this episode of the YMM Podcast, on behalf of Tito, Steve, and Ashley, I'm Totsky, and we'll see you next set. YMM Podcast is a T-Man Entertainment production. In association with Hyperphotonic Media. Find us at hyperphotonicmedia.com. Fuck. Thank <laughs> you.